The Rocking Al Show. Building trust inside your team. Ways to improve team cohesion. Have you ever managed people who didn't trust one another? If you have, then you'll know how challenging and draining this can be. A team without trust isn't really a team, it's just a group of individuals working together often making disappointing progress. They may not share information, they might battle over rights and responsibilities, and they may not cooperate with one another. It doesn't matter how capable or talented your people are. They may never reach their full potential if trust isn't present. However, when trust is in place, each individual in the team becomes stronger because he or she is part of an effective, cohesive group. When people trust one another, the group can achieve truly meaningful goals. So how can you, as a leader, help your team to build the trust that it needs to flourish? In this podcast, we'll look at the issue of trust within teams, why it's important, and what you can do to build it. The importance of trust. One definition describes trust as a reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. Think about that definition for a moment. Trust means that you rely on someone else to do the right thing. You believe in the person's integrity and strength to the extent that you're able to put yourself on the line, at some risk to yourself. Trust is essential to an effective team, because it provides a sense of safety. When your team members feel safe with each other, they feel comfortable to open up, take appropriate risks, and expose vulnerabilities. Without trust there's less innovation, collaboration, creative thinking, and productivity, and people spend their time protecting themselves and their interests. This is time that should be spent helping the group attain its goals. Trust is also essential for knowledge sharing. A study published in the Journal of Knowledge Management found that trust was a key element in a team's knowledge acquisition. Put simply, if your team members trust one another, they're far more likely to share knowledge and to communicate openly. How to build trust with your employees. As a leader, what can you do to create a culture of trust within your team? 1. Lead by example. If you want to build trust within your team, then lead by example and show your people that you trust others. This means trusting your team, your colleagues and your boss. Never forget that your team members are always watching and taking cues from you. Take the opportunity to show them what trust in others really looks like. If you manage a virtual team, aim to treat your team members just as you would if you were working face-to-face. This means making every effort to be on time for conference calls or video chats, and letting your remote team members know when you'll be absent or on vacation. It's important to follow through on the promises you make and to set an example for everyone else. Keeping your promises is incredibly important in a virtual team, because your word is often all you can give. Positive follow-through builds trust quickly and can raise the entire group's tone and expectations. 2. Communicate openly. Open communication is essential for building trust. You need to get everyone on your team talking to one another in an honest, meaningful way, and you can use several strategies to accomplish this. First, create a team charter to define the purpose of the team, as well as each person's role. 
present this charter at the first team meeting and encourage each team member to ask questions and discuss his or her expectations. Next, consider organizing team building exercises. When chosen carefully and planned well, these exercises can help break the ice and encourage people to open up and start communicating. Next, consider organizing team building exercises. When chosen carefully and planned well, these exercises can help break the ice and encourage people to open up and start communicating. Note, it's useful to help your people understand that other people's approaches and insights can be as valid as their own. This is where psychometric instruments such as Myers-Briggs personality testing and the Margarisan-McCann team management profile can help people understand and appreciate those that they work with even when these people have quite different approaches. Meet regularly, so that all team members have a chance to talk about their progress and discuss any problems that they're experiencing. This is an important part of getting to know each other. It also creates opportunities for team members to talk and to help one another solve problems. 3. Know each other personally. One way to build trust is to encourage your team members to see their colleagues as people. Think about creating situations that help them to share personal stories and to bond. Do this by asking sensitively about their family or about their hobbies. Start by sharing some personal information about yourself, and then ask someone else about a hobby or a musical interest. Another way to get the team acquainted and to form stronger bonds is to socialize after work or at lunch. For example, you could set aside time each week for informal group discussions. Consider asking team members to put forward suggestions on topics you could all cover. To start with, you could start a discussion around values. Share some of your own values and encourage others to share theirs. Values are important to most people, and starting a conversation that allows people to share them highlights your team's humanity. If your team works remotely, schedule an online meet and greet if it's a new team, to help everyone get to know one another as individuals. Ask everyone to write a paragraph or two in their online profiles about their expertise and skills, their personal history and their interests, and use chat or instant messaging applications to keep the channels of communication open. You can learn more about this in our article, 5 Ways to Build Rapport Online. Note, use your own best judgment when asking team members or colleagues personal questions, don't invade their privacy. 4. Don't place blame. When people work together, honest mistakes and disappointments happen, and it's easy to blame someone who causes these. However, when everyone starts pointing fingers, an unpleasant atmosphere can quickly develop. This lowers morale, undermines trust, and is ultimately unproductive. Instead, encourage everyone in your group to think about the mistake in a constructive way. What can you all do to fix what happened and move forward together and how can you make sure that this mistake doesn't happen again? 5. Discourage cliques. Sometimes, cliques can form within a team, often between team members who share common interests or work tasks. However, these groups can, even inadvertently, make others feel isolated. 
they can also undermine trust between group members. Start an open discussion about this with your team members and see what they think about cliques and their effect on other group members. Only by addressing the issue openly can you discourage this damaging behavior. 6. Discuss trust issues. If you manage an established team that has trust issues, it's essential to find out how these problems originated so that you can come up with a strategy for overcoming them. Consider giving team members a questionnaire to fill out anonymously. Ask them about the level of trust within the group as well as why they think there's a lack of trust. Once you've read the results, get everyone together to talk about these issues, but make sure that you respect the anonymity of the survey. Key Points Trust is an essential element in team productivity, without it you're unlikely to get anything meaningful done, but with it, teams can accomplish everything they set out to do and more. As a leader, it's important that you set an example, show your team members how critical trust is to you by demonstrating your trust in them as well as in your colleagues. Next, make an effort to help everyone get to know each other on a personal level, Encourage conversations on values, family, or hobbies. Last, discourage cliques, if you feel that they're damaging to the group's trust and morale. If you have any comments or have anything to add, please enter them in the comments below. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this podcast informative. If you have any comments about this or the other episodes, please comment where available. I'll be looking forward to reading them. You can find this podcast on your favorite apps. This podcast can also be seen on my YouTube channel. The link is in the description below. Until next time, goodbye everybody. The Rocky Nell Show.